I don't believe that my ancestors were suppressed, right? There were highly sophisticated leaders who ran uh, an amazing civilization, <laughs> you know? And so this is like very empowering work to remember it, right? And to like unleash it and, and offer it to other people to uh, realize through it and adopt it and co-create with it. There is a massive regenerative revolution growing and myceliating all over the world right now, and we're going to explore it together. After all, we humans, we're pretty brilliant species, and we totally can play positive roles on the planet that help the planet heal and help each other heal. Together, we're embarking on an exploration of this movement through interviews with a diverse array of brilliant human beings leading the way towards this drastic, ecologically and socially positive lifestyle and systems change that is needed to turn our modern society around. I'm your host, Jennings Ingram. The topics that we'll be covering will include food forestry, agroforestry, permaculture, bio and mycoremediation, alternative currencies, alternative business structures, effective communication, and ways to heal and expand our consciousness with psychedelic and plant medicines. You guys ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am so happy to be back. I have been on a little bit of a hiatus. I went home to the East Coast to visit my family, and it feels so good to be back on Maui. Today's podcast episode is really special to me. As you guys know, I'm currently living in Hawaii. I think an extremely important part of living here is learning about the culture, honoring the culture, and a goal for me is to share the voices of Hawaiian people on this podcast. So today's episode is my first opportunity to do that. And it's a really cool discussion on the intersection of Hawaiian culture and the modern age and a really innovative approach that my guest is taking to bring ahupua'a economics into the modern age. It's totally okay if you don't know what that is. By the end of the show today, you will. So let's dive in. Hello, everyone. We are here today with John K. Aloha Garcia. John is an executive advisor for the nation of Hawaii, as well as the founder and CEO of the Ahapua'a-inspired app, Exchange Ave. Aloha. So glad to have you here. Thank you so much, Jennings. How long have we known each other on social media? Um, a Over couple a year, years. Probably like close to two yeah, years. Yeah, because it was before I moved here. Right. <clears throat> I just remember you always talking, like having such interesting posts about regenerative ecosystems and fungi and so <clears throat> i always learn something new whenever i visit your feeds yeah well i'm so interested you know the ahupua economics that you're bringing back with your app is totally regeneration based and sure. maybe we could just talk about what is the ahupua system first sure. of all sure so i like to start i usually like to start each uh, interview with with this saying uh, that the native Hawaiian people were highly organized. They lived in a highly organized, self-sufficient, subsistent social system that was based on communal land tenure and had a unique language, culture, and religion. And this is from US Public Law 103-150, the Apology Bill. And <clears throat> what it aims to describe is who the native Hawaiian people were and uh, this complex, geological, ancient social network that they lived in. And so, that's how I would explain the Ahupua'a system in a nutshell. But it's a closed loop system that runs mountain to ocean. And all of the resources for the people who live within that system, that slice from mountain to ocean, is cultivated within that area. And um, the way that 
the Native Hawaiians lived for so long is they would barter and trade. And they basically would share all the abundance that they had with the people around them. And that's how they, that's how they survived. Yeah, and that makes so much sense because at that time there were no imports. It was, it was you know, based on cooperative co-living, like mm-hmm. stewarding the land. Right. That's so beautiful. And obviously a lot has gone down since then. And we're in a moment of wanting and needing to bring more of that cooperative resource sharing back. And so you've created, with your unique technological background, created an app to try to help kind of rebuild some of those bridges of resource sharing. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So Exchange Avenue is, I call it a digital ahupua'a. That was like the goal of when we created it. How can we create a system that allows us to organize the people within it and the resources that we have in a more effective way, utilizing technology? And so when we built the system, I was was just looking at a way that I can create some technology that allows people like me to connect with their culture, right? Not just Native Hawaiians, but but anyone who has some kind of beginning, you know, um, had ancestral ties in some way and so this is that first step uh, toward us remembering that and preserving those uh, those customs yeah so it's all about you know hyper local exchange i guess of people that Mm -hmm. may not be connected in the the sort of modern times that we have here on the island and so it's mostly for bartering and and trading what you Mm -hmm. have yeah right so the system is uh it's predicated on barter and trade mechanics and it doesn't rely on any fiat currencies and so if you don't have um you know money then that's perfect yeah uh, the the currency in the ahupua system was aloha and so you know in bringing that back it's really um a system of shared abundance you know and and giving to each other yeah and it's cool because it's really it's kind of taking out this sort of alienating middle middle element of money and just it's really you're exchanging directly with your neighbors and something I also like about it is when you sign up it really focuses on like the skills that you have and what you're bringing to the table you can't just come in with money and buy whatever you want it's an exchange right so I think that's a really cool element of it too right you start to get some different um, chemistry I think that happens right when you meet someone who is seeking to collaborate or look for a partnership like it's more than just a transaction um, you know and so we're seeking to build relationships within your area which is how it was in the Ahupua system yeah so it's bridge building beyond the app you know like the app helps but right it's really it's meant to be like a digital companion so if you're out in the field and you're harvesting your, your harvest as a farmer or uh, if you just, you know, let's just say you want to offer skills for exchange, you can meet up. And along the way, you know, every adult, I think I read a, I read a study was like 15 social interactions a day. Wow. And so, you know, as we meet with people, we may, we're making these exchanges. The app helps to, um, you know, breathe some new life, I think, into that and help us to quantify some of those exchanges. Yeah. So I guess I'd like to just talk a little bit about your your approach to this because you're you have mm-hmm. a technology background and mm-hmm. you're also Hawaiian and right. you figured out these ways to bring these two elements together to help connect connect with your culture and right. connect people within the islands and other indigenous communities too. I was just right. curious about your background and that sure. process a little. So I would say. Probably 80% of the people who know my work in Hawaii know me as a web developer. 
Mm. Right. And so some of my early career uh, I had just I, I was a marketer and I did marketing for many different small medium businesses. I also worked in journalism for a few years at the Honolulu Advertiser. And um, then from there, I worked at Kamehameha Schools in corporate communications and, um, and digital innovation. And so that's when I really started to learn about my culture and, you know, how disconnected I was. You know, I've had the opportunity over the past 23 years or so of doing this to work for so many different Native Hawaiian organizations and efforts. But at the end of it, I realized how disconnected I was from that work. You know, I was I was doing the work because I feel like I was worthy of it. And, you know, um, but it, but at the core, I was just going through the motion. You know, it was more of like a commercial approach to it. It was mm -hmm. less cultural for me. And so Exchange Avenue helped me to heal from some of that disconnection, I think, and, and helps me to reconnect every day, especially with helping other communities around the world to connect in the same way. And I think that's really relevant in this moment this modern moment that we're in too. You know, we all have all this technology at our fingertips, but we can be so disconnected even from our neighbors. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like to say that this is like a lot less um, about technology and more about the ancient art of like human connection, mm. you know? Um, and so if the app can help to create a touch point and we can really sort of help to amplify that, right? How can we bottle that sweet spot and, and amplify it in a way that makes everyone feel safe and, um, and honors tradition and culture between between different zones and people. There's a lot of magic that happens in it. We're still trying to figure out, you know, how to best and most responsibly tell that story as well. Yeah, well, I was just curious, you know, like I just joined the app a little while ago and I was wondering, you know, are there any examples you can think of from just, I mean, the app's only been, I mean, how long has the app been around? Sure. And like any examples of people getting to know each other or... Yeah cooperatively working on things sure we have so many cool items on here i think it's interesting when you take this commercial mindset out of the equation you start to get um different artisans um offering things up that their ohana w was known for and so for i like to use this example in Kauai, we have uh it's such an interesting island there's like fresh grated coconut milk someone's offering up there mm. um or like hana pepe salt like things you can't really buy in the store you get it from uncle or you know it's something you learn from auntie and so uh, I like to use those examples in Kauai. In Hilo right now, you can trade horseback riding for uh, like kalohui, plant medicine. There's all kinds of different things um, that, you know, that you can look for. And uh, the exchange in the marketplace, you can search by location. You can also search by keyword. Um, and we're also we're building in different ways to find new items every day. And you guys launched, I mean, during COVID, too. We did. Right. So we launched on June 16th, 2020. Yeah. And so we're about a year and almost a year and a half now into this. As of today, I think we have 1,066 members. And we're currently launching our third exchange here on Maui wow. with uh, Maui Homesteads called Project Mahiai. Um, what we're basically doing is uh, we're opening up our platform to be almost like a bridge for the native farming and ranching community here in Maui to um, just be a platform to create more economic activity for uh, for those communities. It's such a cr creative way to kind of get around some of these barriers that we have nowadays with yeah. just the land on the islands being divided up so differently than it was historically and just mm. the kind of um, the separation. I mean, isn't it five degrees of separation? This like how we all live close together but are like weirdly separate. Right. Um, it's like one degree in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And the coconut wireless is a real thing, you know, like word it of is. mouth is 
still the most powerful marketing, you know, definitely in Hawaii. And that's like, you know, that's our strategy is to, is to be a joy to use, right? And to really um, take on the sort of the mana'o of the community that's yeah. using it. Because ultimately the data is really what powers the platform. Um, and then, you know, this is also a good opportunity to talk a little about the tech that runs Exchange Avenue because it is a mobile app. Well, we call it a digital economy and, and it's built on a platform called Glide. That's a no code app platform, meaning that anyone can spin up these apps and they're all powered by Google Sheets. And so Exchange Avenue is like this souped up Lamborghini version of a Glide app that is super scalable and it's like a social, it's like a social network in a box. Wow. Right? And so that allows us to create like a baseline code, a code base, and then we can take it to basically any community and program unique modules and unique functions in, into it based on the core. And that, so that product is called Exchange Engine. Okay, yeah. And um, I mean, I'm not a terribly tec- technical person, but I went, you know, to the website and you don't actually download the app, but you save a shortcut to it. Yeah, you save a shortcut. So it essentially delivers a mobile experience within like any mobile browser. So yeah. it's this app experience. Um, so if you have a, an Android or um, an iPhone, it works just in your browser. It doesn't require Google Play or iTunes. And so it's super accessible you know, um, for any community, for anyone actually to just log in. All we require is email. And so that email really serves as your digital identity. And that's what attaches, um, I guess, all of the different transactions and, um, and the items to a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I mean, it's, you know, I've already met a couple cool people off of it. And yeah. um, there seems to be so much possibility with that. I guess digitally, this could be seen as a way to approach trying to restore what was the connectivity of the Ahupua system at all these different levels, right? Exactly. It's like a new system. You, you mentioned earlier about how it's, it's able to sort of weave in and out of different systems and in that way sort of reassemble beyond the, the barriers that I think we're normally used to. Um, and, and we're still realizing how the technology can do that. Like, for instance, seed exchange, right? right. Like super powerful, super important, like the, the code of life. Uh, however, there are regulations between like exchanging seeds between islands and cuttings and nodes between islands. So yeah. there's still like responsible ways for us to um, create the technology is very powerful. So how do we do it in a responsible way and, and um, have buy in from the communities that uh, that we're building for? You know, and so the process, the development process is not standard. It's something I'm pioneering from the ground up. It takes a lot of community work. So Exchange Avenue functions, you know, for individuals in the networks that are already established, right. as well as there's an engine or right. exchange engine yep. for communities, for other indigenous communities. And right. maybe we could talk about the, the differences in those and just how those are organized sure. and how they function. Sure. So Exchange Avenue for individuals. Um, essentially, any, any person who wants to um, participate in an, in an exchange economy. Right. So if you're interested in this type of um, exchange, then we welcome you, essentially. And so part of that is understanding the Ahupua system. Right. And, and there's different hooks that we can use to teach. But there are three core functions in the app. The first one is the social networking function. So your identity. So you can complete your profile, you can share a little bit about what you bring to the exchange and what you're looking for, what your intent is. The second 
function in in the app for Exchange Avenue is the uh, the inventory uploader, and so the ability to manage items in, in an inventory. So item details, we have uh, a set. We have a set of different exchange types that we use uh, from food to time. You can even post ex Aloha for exchange. The third function in there is the marketplace. So right. it actually brings the people and the products, the items together into one area and allows you to browse and make exchanges um, peer to peer. Awesome. And Exchange Avenue for communities basically takes those same core functions and allows you to customize the entire experience. So you get your own app. Uh, you can embed your own branding onto it, change the colors, but you still get those exchange functions built into it. Yeah, because I know recently you went to New Mexico mm -hmm. and have the exchange engine running there, but right. it's not necessarily for goods. For items, right. So, yeah, so I'm working, actually our first client, New Mexico Community Capital. And um, so Jake Foreman, there's a, a program director. He saw the application and reached out to me immediately said we need to bring this to Albuquerque you know we we're really looking to bring this kind of economy to our community uh, we graduate all of these different amazing people and so we want to build an engine that allows them to connect with opportunities and so instead of being an item marketplace it's an opportunity marketplace so we can actually have participating organizations post up tasks and gigs and you can actually make exchanges that way and so instead of posting an item post an opportunity and we're not dealing in things I have. We're actually dealing in skills and talents in, instead. So seed exchange was a way for us to create opportunities for people to share seeds with each other. Uh, you know, one of the biggest issues that we saw with Exchange Avenue was people didn't know what they had to offer or mm -hmm. they didn't know what they bring to the exchange. So they wanted to participate but didn't think they had items to exchange. So we released a bunch of different packets into the wild and, you know, it was just a give one, get one kind of thing. Um, however... Uh, another exchange that we're working on is called Seeds of Honua, and it's going to be dedicated specifically to seeds and seedlings. And um, I'm super excited to apply this technology toward, um, you know, toward that space. I've seen some of your own uh, gardening adventures that you've had yourself, and you actually have like a foodscape. And I imagine that seeing some of that abundance that's been created in your own yard, mm -hmm. has that helped inform your kind of desire to share these things yes. and like seeing the abundance that plants offer it was us. actually it was everything you know me starting that foodscape was was reconnecting to the aina right it was learning about what it meant to keep a mala and to grow kalo grow food right mm -hmm. um i think some of the some of the teachings from my kumu talk about how ali'i back in the day were heralded for feeding people right i um, in like distributing distributing goods and, and abundance and so um, a lot of that foodscape action was for me to create my own bank of currency. Yeah. I can offer skills like, you know, beyond stuff, but I really wanted to trade in my, in my native currency of Kahlo. And, and it was amazing because I would say the first hundred members on Exchange Avenue were all like my old neighbors. Wow. <laughs> right. So they're like over 50, 60 years old. Uh, and I was growing veggies for everyone around me. So distributing to probably seven to 10 different families for a couple of months while I incubated this thing. Everything from kale to green onions to like collard greens, peppers. Wow. And I, I, I learned about my community. It informed the development process. It was really, it was less about developing like a product or a company or a platform. It was more, how can I, how can I tap back into this economy? And then how can I heal and create this joyful experience between people while teaching 
about my culture at the same time. And owning the technology, right? That's really a big part of the sovereignty is, is um, you know, owning that data and um, being clear about uh, what that means, right? Because that's, that's like a big part of our identity is the information that's being input into the, into the database. And I say that Exchange Avenue is people-powered in that, you know, if people don't decide to invest that information and that data into inflating the economy, then it's not going to work, which I love because it forces me to create a tool that um, is authentic and um, actually creates value, you know. And I don't have an exit strategy for this company, you know. Wow. I'm, I'm looking to buy Zuck's company. I don't want to be, I'm not like available for purchase. And so we want to create a, a commercially viable company as well so that we can create more technology like this. Yeah. But, um, you know, our, our mission and our vision is, not to um, be like a really commercial platform. We're not looking to be a social network that has a billion people on it. However, we may be interested in, you know, having millions of smaller exchanges. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really the vision. Yeah, and I mean, it seems like an important part of the cultivating, sort of reimagining this Ahupua'a community-based system is mm -hmm. having, having the resources to really buy some of this land back and mm -hmm. to like, reinvigorate it at all the levels that are, that are possible. Right. And it yeah. sounds like you guys have some plans to to help with that with the app yeah yeah definitely i think the ultimate goal would be for our, you know for us to grow to such a level where we can start to create in-person exchanges right and start to support not necessarily like create our own efforts but to support the existing efforts there's so many mm -hmm. amazing um farmers and ranchers and and permaculture experts and food forest creators out there that we want to support those projects um, not only with software and with technology and like creative resources but also with actual money you know and so I'm fortunate enough to be able to, to build this company pretty much by myself. I have an amazing team of people who help to support communications now and an amazing developer out there actually in India who helped me to build some of the, the core of it. So we're like a global team. Uh, you know, I'm seeking equity funding now from a bunch of different sources, but we're also, you know, currently um, doing business development and um, creating revenue as well through licensing our software. Wow. So. It's been great all in a year and a half. You know, we have a pretty aggressive 12 to 18 month timeline, um, you know, starting to talk to other indigenous tribes. We'll be at the United Nations next year with Nation of Hawaii. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, we're super stoked. That's so exciting. Yeah. I mean, you know, in researching the Ahupua systems and just to prepare for, the, for this interview, I, I was so inspired and blown away by the the richness and the connectivity of it and the just all of the place-based intricate and historical like layers of it and then also what came with that was this real sadness in me of like what you know what has been compromised in this mm -hmm. modern in this moment it seems like an empowering approach to take your skills and your your heritage and mm -hmm. like ah, gosh what's the word i'm looking for we're, we're reclaiming it reclaiming it yeah. yes we're, we're, we're reclaiming that power um i'm reclaiming that power for myself right and in a way that i can through technology and then 
pretty much giving the keys away, right, to communities who are interested in exploring it. Anyone can join. We, you know, our, our exchange map keeps growing every day. We have like 270-something locations now. Um, and all it takes are two people, two people who are interested in just participating in a different economy to create those exchanges and, and build that economy in their area. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so like there's so much hope in this. And yes. it's such a cool... I think merging of you know the ancient and the new and what a what an interesting and creative way forward. Right. I I don't believe that my ancestors were suppressed, right? There were highly sophisticated leaders who ran a, an amazing civilization, you know. And so this is like very empowering work to remember it, right? And to like unleash it and and offer it to other people to uh, realize through it and adopt it and co-create with it. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. I was wondering if you have any words of wisdom or advice to people who may be feeling like they they want to have that in their life too, like they want to, um, yeah, reclaim some of some of this agency mm-hmm. and connection. And you know, twenty twenty one is an intense moment. <laughs> it is. And yeah. yeah, just any advice or guidance that you might give. Sure. My my creative process is a little different. I think I thrive in these sort of uh, in these ebbs. And so I would just say, um, just listen to your gut, right? In Hawaiian, we say, listen to your na'au. And so that's what, if I listen to my na'au and I'm guided by that, uh, I'm okay. And a lot of that starts with the simple things like loving myself and uh, aloha aina is a big part of that, right? I notice whenever I'm in in a rut or I can go out to my aina and just be with my plants and not before long, I feel better and more gratitude. So, yeah, I would say hands and soil. That would be good, good advice for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plant something. And, and, and I would also say for a long time, I need to start doing this. Eat something from Naina every day, mm-hmm. right? That you, like, actually grew. That's yeah. It. It's really amazing the mental transformation that can happen, like, when you just, yeah, get your hands in the soil, work with the plants, even if I'm at least for me, like even if I'm such a mess, go and garden for a couple hours. And at the end, I'm like, oh yeah, like I remember who I am and what I'm doing and like that I'm a person with agency and intelligence and Mm -hmm. emotional flow and all these things. I'm curious, what are some of your favorite plants to eat from your garden? Kalo, definitely. Mm. Um, I like ulu as well. I'm learning different ways to eat it. I enjoy it just super green. Tastes like a potato. Oh wow. I like that. I I don't enjoy it as much when it's sweet. Uh, although as a kid at my grandpa's house we used to eat it like ripe with like baked with butter on it and so there's so many different ways to imagine to that kalo wulu mm-hmm. yeah so you know i mean you're you're growing these foods you started sharing them with your neighbors and and then launching the app how has the reception been in the particularly the hawaiian community with sure. this exchange right i i feel blessed to i think be overall well received I feel like people love the idea, however, are still f- figuring out how they fit in or how they can participate in the best way. And so it's my job to sort of educate and inspire um, all the different ways that you can plug into Exchange Avenue, right? Um, and we're growing at a pretty nice speed, but it's not about growth. Uh, I think, we, you know, our goal is to really um, get exposure in all the different ahupua um, and deepen the current uh, user base. I'm more interested in an in a active community than a large community of inactive people. You know, I think in the next year or so, 
we can scale to we'll probably scale to close to five thousand between five to ten thousand members globally awesome and that's to me like where i visioned out this platform so far it's about ten thousand people um and there are some plans you know we could potentially take the app native um there are different flavors that we could keep it in no code and just focus on um, launching communities we launch 100 different communities throughout the united states and the world next year there's lots of different ways that we can scale and grow from this so mm. wow so if someone wants to like say someone listening has a garden mm-hmm. where they could offer mm-hmm. a bunch of cassava cuttings yeah. or you know something like that mm-hmm. so they would go to ex- what's your website yep. so you go to exchangeav.com and click on the get the app link and you'll notice that it loads right in the right in the browser or if you're on your mobile phone it'll load up like an app um, and that's it. You know, once you enter in your email, uh, you're already into the system. All you need to do is add a shortcut to your mobile device and you'll access it like any other app. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just like, when I did it, I put in, yeah, I have gardening chops. I have yeah. various plant cuttings mm-hmm. available and yeah. it was pretty simple. And right. for anyone listening, who's curious, just go on mm-hmm. and try it. Cause it's really simple and it's easy to use yep. and it's very intuitive. Right. First step, you complete your profile and, and then you add an item. Yeah, that's all it is. And there's a lot of people who are browsing for items and sort of learning to see how they fit in and how they want to participate. Um, so, yeah, great advice, Jennings. I would go on there and just explore it. All it, all it requires is your email. Cool. And, um, yeah, you can be as active or inactive as you like. So I have a little bit of just more of a an overarching question which is how do you see how do you see you know in the modern context what is the best that we can do to restore the ahupua system just kind of a moment for holding this this bigger vision like what does it look like across all levels to you stream restoration water quality i would say like ensuring that them that the waters flow from the mountain to the ocean Mm. yeah here, you know, on Maui, it's, there's so much controversy with right. that here, you know, yeah. with all sorts of shady things happening with the water. Yeah, and that was that was a key tenant of the Ahupua system is it ensured the distribution of water to everyone from from the top down. Right. And there was a and, and there were different types of water that flowed like after it was after it finished in the Lo'i, it went down to the fish ponds and the micronutrients in there and helped the, the algae and the limu and all the different types of species swimming upstream. So there's a complex system that was broken. Mm. Yeah. I remember learning about the, the Ahupua system for the first time, and I was just, I think I heard it described in a Bill Mollison lecture, actually, and I was just blown away. I was like, that makes so much sense. It's this intricate, um, tiered system of, of land use. It makes so much sense. And then, you know, to move here and see how how it used to function and then how it it is being prevented from functioning now it's like oh it's on the heartbreaking side of thank things. you for thank you for all the work that you're doing to you know create regenerative spaces trying yeah, yeah. trying good mm. yeah i i think that's a another big part that we want to focus on in the future with exchange as well is is knowledge exchange because mm. like items goods that stuff's great. Those are like the things we need, our, our necessities. But like the knowledge exchange, like being a knowledge-based e- economy and community, I think is where we can really start to excel because there's going to be innovation that comes out of that. And I think the more we can share the technology, then the more we'll grow together. Yeah. We'd love to have you. 
Yes. <laughs> Anyone listening, if you feel inspired. Definitely. Yeah. And, and if you have any feedback or if you've seen any other platforms or tools out there that, um, that do something similar, I'm, I'm really interested in connecting and seeing, um, you know, how we can amplify this work further. Yeah. So I guess just to wrap it up, do you have any kind of like parting words of wisdom that you'd want to leave people with? I would say um, just stay healthy. Yeah, stay healthy. I, I think that it's been a really uh, trying couple of years and we're, we're here, right? And, and such an amazing time to, it's a revolutionary time, right? To share, I think, your ideas, right? If, if you believe in something, figure out a way to create, um, to, to, to create that result in some way, shape or form because I think everyone has an idea or a solution in them uh, that the world needs. So, Hmm. yeah. Well, this is called the regenerative revolution podcast. So we're in the right place. Yeah. (laughs) Times two. Thank you. Uh, Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm so excited for the future of this, this app and the ability to exchange with our neighbors and form new connections. And thank you so much for your work and for, everything that you're doing of course mahalo for having me in maui it's uh it's one of my favorite islands don't tell oahu but (laughs) it was it was the first island that i visited as a kid with my ohana and um you know i have i have some family here my family actually you know i recently found out that my ancient family comes from maui different parts of maui and molokai and so you know i'm still on this process as well of healing and reconnecting and you know hopefully inspiring others to connect along the way with themselves and with their roots Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Mahalo. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Regenerative Revolution podcast. We have all the tools we need to become educated and activated into positively co-creating with the life force of the earth. This podcast is here to help the transition along and help us all get inspired, connect, and act. Please remember to hit subscribe, rate us five stars, and even leave us a nice review. It really helps the show rise in the rankings and helps this message get out to more and more people. Who do you want to hear interviewed next? It's important to me that this is a co-created exploration, and I would love everyone's suggestions for the next episode. You can send those suggestions to me via the Instagram for the show at Regenerative Revolution Podcast, or you can send them to my email. Jennings Ingram at gmail.com. Thank you so much for co-creating this adventure with me and thank you from the bottom of my heart for being an essential part of the regenerative revolution. See you in the next episode.